I was never a supply teacher, so I don't know the struggle, but like I do know what it means to A be resourceful, B to understand yeah. how to teach. Yeah. Don't say no, eh. <laughs> it's not a game. It's a what up peeps? This is Alyssa, and I'm here with my co-host and faux little bro Andre. And welcome to another, another, <laughs> another episode of another. Teachers Like Us. <laughs> keep that same energy. Andre's asking me to keep fake energy today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so here we are back again, but y'all don't even know that. Um, tell them what happened, Andre. Oh, yeah. This is like round two of episode five. So <laughs> we recorded yesterday. Amazing brilliance, laughter. All types of good commentary. <laughs> and I go to edit it yesterday and Alyssa forgot to turn on her mic. <laughs> <laughs> so it's me talking to myself and laughing by myself the whole time. Listen, things that I said yesterday in today's podcast. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but like I was saying, like, you know, this week is just not hitting the way it's supposed to for me. And I'm not Facts. feeling all the way right. And you know what? This week is literally living up to... wow this week is really living up to like everything in my spirit right now um you couldn't hear that but there was just i think a snowball thrown at the window yeah uh (laughs) as i was saying that this week was garbage so in any case yeah we recorded this entire podcast yesterday Mm -hmm. um since then you know um i'm still not feeling great just got some issues happening in life everyone's okay everyone's healthy nobody's getting divorced everyone always thinks that no No, but it's true as soon as you're like ah there's issue everyone's like ah your marriage is in trouble i remember (laughs) black people unite black women oh what did he do exactly know yourself queen (laughs) know (laughs) Know your word (laughs) literally the first time i changed from because again on instagram i used to go by ally titer so that way the kids couldn't find me right because at school Allie. you're such a <laughs> nerd hey, if your name is Alyssa and people call you ally just <laughs> walk up to them flick them in the forehead it shouldn't be it shouldn't be something that happens again it was designed so that the kids wouldn't find me right like because this was before when i was really trying to hide who i was as an instagram personality mm-hmm. um and so yeah shortened my name and Again, went with my married last name because at school I use gray. But I don't even know where I was headed with the story now. About Oh, yeah. And so when I finally was like, it's gray tighter. And I introduced that to the Instagram world. Oh, my gosh. People are out here like, oh, she changed her name. That's the first <laughs> step to divorce. I'm like, what? <laughs> because I oh, just, people thought you were going back to your maiden name. Yeah, because <laughs> I went with gray tighter. They were like, oh, I thought you were just tighter. Like people in my real life were like, like talking to my husband like oh what what's happening like mm, how what come- did you do yeah, how like- did you that i always hate that like not saying when i say hate that there's, hey there's no problems in my house right? <laughs> <laughs> like, well i always hate that because like if there's something happening it's happening between both people it shouldn't be just like ah oh, like i said oh don't worry queen we're here for you <laughs> men suck uh bash them four <laughs> days before valentine's day like <laughs> that was how we opened up yesterday actually in talking about valentine's day and i don't even remember what we said but <laughs> man i'm really sad that we lost oh i know exactly what i said because i feel the exact same way what were you saying? men don't get celebrated we don't even get that day nobody cares about you clearly like i really don't <laughs> oh i know what i said i said and i don't want to hear anything about march 
14th or whatever that <laughs> day is supposed to be, you know. The day for the mandem. We need not, our day. No. And we don't have one. It's, it's so stupid. Um, so, yeah. It's funny. I was talking to my mom and I was just saying, like, ah, oh, you're going to miss, like, Valentine's Day and the Super Bowl. My mom was like to me, eh, Valentine's Day. <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> you know, my mom was like, no thanks. She, um, so, yeah. Apparently, like, people have mixed feelings about Valentine's Day. Like, I, To me, I am very much like, ah, oh, look at this capitalist society. <laughs> They want us to be spending our money it's and consume, capitalism. Yeah, consuming their year-old chocolate. <laughs> I have to tell some little white child in a diaper with wings that I should love my wife. Never. I love her all year round. <laughs> that's how, that's like how I feel. But um, my wife like knows that like i love and appreciate her but at the same time she's like oh but this is also my day and celebrate me (laughs) but who doesn't want to be celebrated first of all and you know what it's funny because again as someone who is very like ah down with colonial standards Mm -hmm. and down with all of this stuff i for the longest time and i will say literally like up until this year really i've been like meh valentine's day meh but then i just started to think you know what like if i want a day to just be lovey to feel pretty if i want to feel you know (laughs) then i'm gonna do that but like again i'm not necessarily relying on my husband because not that he doesn't because he often will like like get me stuff but this year i actually bought myself flowers he doesn't know this yet he doesn't listen to the podcast so he won't find this out anyway until they actually arrive but i saw these flowers i wanted what do you what do you call him papa bear daddy Daddy bear Bear. there's no hey daddy bear i side with you i told her don't do it i know i told her don't do it (laughs) but i wanted these flowers and i didn't want to be like hey can you buy me these particular flowers for valentine's day because like if he wants to buy me flowers and again the funny thing is is like he buys me flowers often like Mm just for no reason as he should good job king (laughs) as he should (laughs) that's right queen you make sure you get those flowers (laughs) um but yeah i bought myself flowers this year and i can't wait for them to arrive and i'm gonna act shocked like i never knew i sent them to myself and i will congratulate myself yes queen yes um my daughter says that now so sister bear will be like yes queen yes I also bought her flowers this year. So I think for me, um, Valentine's Day has made that change because I have like little girls. So when I when Lauren was born, so her first Valentine's Day, I was like, ooh, okay. Um, I have to get her something Mm -hmm. because and again, I had because I have so many black women around me. They're all like, oh, she needs to know that um, what's it called that she can get love from her father. So that way, when this when some random dirty way <laughs> yeah, <you laughs> random little foo foo boy comes along and is like, Oh look, I got you flowers. She doesn't go, Oh, I'm in love. She can be like, Oh, my dad does that for me already. That's right. So that's like so Valentine's Day has made that change for me now that I'm like, okay, now I have two girls. So I'm gonna make sure that I take the time just because for them this is a random celebration outside of their what, birthday and Christmas. Mm-hmm. Right? Although so, my kids are treating it like well on Christmas. I already I got them like some I got them all um, mugs with this little, like, uh, dinosaur stuffy in it. Yeah. And these kids are like, oh, I found the dinosaurs. I'm like, it's not Christmas. Like, it's not <laughs> a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> They're here. You will get them on the day. You know, it's because my kids love tea. And so I thought, you know, this will be a nice gift for all of them. 
Um, and yes, I realize we've gendered the hell out of this whole commentary. <laughs> I'm just understand we're speaking from our personal experiences. Yes. And so, yeah. Uh, so that's, I guess, the mental health check-in for today, Valentine's Day and all that good stuff. Uh, do you want to jump into today's topic? Yeah. Because we're going to get a bell in like four minutes, I yeah, think. Yeah, let's get in the first topic. Let's go. Oh, man. Now I have to find it again. This is like <laughs> yesterday all over again. I'm blah, 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 blah. These days I'm not coming prepared. So um, the thing that kind of kicked off uh, one of Andre and I's conversations this week uh, was this tweet that came from Chris Kinfla. Uh, <laughs> I think it's FLA, so I think it's Florida. Um, and it was posted on the Educators Room Instagram. So it was a tweet within an Instagram. Um, and it says, the Indiana House passed Bill 1134 requiring teachers to post their lesson plans for the year, in all caps, by June 30th. Uh, the sound you hear is all the teachers leaving. Uh, how are we feeling about that? It's, huh, it is like, the fact that this is like law means that, again, a law was made where not one teacher, not one person <laughs> that sits inside a, a, a school, they didn't call nobody, they didn't text like, oh, what do you think <laughs> about this? Hey, what do you think about this law, yeah, man? Like, we're, we're about to, you know, put this law through the house. What do you think? Like, no, 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 no. They didn't talk to anybody because mm -mm. it would have been a swift. What the hell are you talking about? Right? That would have happened. Like, what are you on where you think that, like, me posting, again, my lesson plans for the entire year is going to be beneficial for anyone? Like, that doesn't allow for any nuance. Like, you want the same stale, dry lesson plans <laughs> that people have been teaching since 1992? Because, mm. again, we've talked about those lesson plans before. Exactly. Um, And I think it's, like, I get that. I get the accountability piece and wanting to make sure that things are being taught, but like me submitting a lesson plan does not mean that I'm adhering to that particular lesson plan. Like we adapt, we change, For sure. you know, as things are happening in the news, like that allows us to be culturally responsive, responsive. That allows us to um, keep things relevant as to like what's happening in the world. But if we're just following some kind of rote plan, like what, what is that? What kind of classroom <laughs> do you have? And and again, like for someone like me, I don't know if you would want to like see my lesson plans. They're not like my lesson plans. They're for me, like my brain, my eyes. So for you to now come and look at like the two sentences that I wrote down of what I want to talk about or like the link that I put at the bottom of my page as I was writing for you to come and be like, yeah, I want to look at that. I don't I don't see why yes. there'd be no purpose true again for people who aren't teachers who listen to this podcast um understand that like in teachers college we actually learn how to write lesson plans a particular way and it's yes. like three pages of everything yeah, you, that you could ever think of like how much time is this activity yeah. going to take how have you differentiated instruction yeah. to or modified um the task just in case there's students that need modification mm -hmm. Um, how long do you think a, even a conversation like you could be like oh we're going to discuss and for 10 quote, minutes but that's timing, it 10 minutes <laughs> and then we're shutting off the discussion <laughs> and moving on and you like, have to like anticipate for everything yes. and then like they even ask you like what is your checklist of items that you need like i need a marker mm -hmm. i need oh i need five markers in blue red pink yellow yeah um we know that we don't write in yellow because you can't see it but <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to be like, that's factually inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I need whiteboard paper. I need scissors. And then you have to, like, 
literally step by step. And the purpose for that is that you should be able to leave your lesson plan and like for anyone, for anybody. So anyone should be able to come in and be like, I can follow that because step one is tell Mm -hmm. students to look at me at board. Cool. (laughs) Step two, write a word and put it in a bubble in the thing like very specific. Um, You know, that bell is getting out of hand. (laughs) We have a dual lunch. I'm just going to talk through this bell today. We have a dual lunch. And so we have. I think two more or four more bells than we ever did because yeah. we used to have a bell at the beginning of lunch and a bell at the end of lunch. Now we have like 50, 11 bells that say, okay, time to switch. Okay. Time to switch time. You have five minutes. Um, it's a mess. It's a lot, <laughs> <laughs> but in any case, so yeah, that's the purpose of a lesson plan. But as you become an experienced teacher, that lesson plan, let's be honest, that lesson plan goes away as soon as you leave teacher's college as, as immediately. Yeah, like immediately. I don't have time to sit there for 10 million years writing up lesson plans. I would do nothing else. It's not even that you would do nothing else. You'd literally live up to like the what do you call it? The um stereotype. Stereotype or the idea that yeah. kids have in their head where they're like, "Oh, my teacher lives at school. <laughs> so when I see them on the road, what are you doing here? <laughs> You're supposed to be in the school building until I get back there <laughs> at nine o'clock on Monday. Sometimes that's a thing. Yeah. So if you are somebody who is literally like writing this out each and every day for what is it? Six, seven periods out of the day, mm-hmm. you would have z- zero life, like no other life. But like, how are that. you getting marking done? Like people don't realize that how long too. marking takes. Like, I don't have time for this. I have time to lay out a simple lesson plan that works for me. But then I think like this is why teachers aren't away too. Like it takes Facts. 10 times more work to be away than it does to actually be here because then you have to write out that extensive lesson plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and something that we were talking about yesterday is where I shaded all the supply teachers, but like, <laughs> I was like, I could leave this out, but I'm going to shade y'all again. And again, I stand with you. Andre stands with you harder. Uh, she doesn't stand with you guys <laughs> at all. Know that. She do. doesn't know our plight. Okay. She was never a supply teacher. It's true. I was never a supply teacher, so I don't know the struggle. But, like, I do know what it means to, A, be resourceful, B, to understand eh. how to teach. Eh. Don't say no, eh. <laughs> Because the problem is, is that if I leave a lesson, you should be able to come in and teach that lesson because you are a teacher. Because mm-hmm. you were trained as a teacher. And even if for whatever reason, let's say I have to leave uh, in an emergency and I don't leave you a detailed step by step, you should be able to come in and figure out something, anything to teach these kids while somebody is not here. For sure. Because at the end of the day, like as a supply teacher, and I'm sure there's many supply teachers that shared this same experience, you could like go into a job for one day and then you leave at the end of the day and the principal is like, ooh, they're not coming back tomorrow or they're not coming back that teacher's not coming back for the rest of the week. So can you fill in? And now it's, you have to teach. Mm-hmm. You can't just, you only had the day one plan. Now you have the next seven days or the next two months where you're, you're the one there. So you should have an idea of what you're doing. So as much as like, even we're here talking about um how having that like three part lesson, like actually written out and planned out is like next to impossible to do. It's still something that's necessary in teachers' college because it builds like a framework for you to have at least in your brain. Yeah, I agree. That when okay, I'm going, whatever the curriculum expectation is that we're looking at, mm-hmm. when I plan to unpack it, I can unpack it in this way. But I don't actually have to like write it out because it's mm-hmm. in my head. Like I said, for me, if you look at my if you, and this is for all the teachers that are here <laughs> that come to my school, if you were to walk by my desk and look at my plans, 
It's literally like a little box might have like a sentence or two in it. <laughs> <laughs> or it'll, it'll, it might say like, hey, like watch this video and I'll put the name of the video or something like that. But for me, I know exactly what I'm doing. To you, that might be like, oh, okay, so once we watch this video and three minutes of class has gone by, what's next? <laughs> but for me, th that that three-minute video is for the next hour of us breaking it down and discussing it and talking about it yeah. and whatever other resources I've added to it. But it's something that sits in my head as a teacher. Yeah, fair. Which is, again, part of the reason why it's so hard to take any time off. Mm -hmm. And um. I know we touched on it in the, the what's it called? The, in the imaginary episode. That episode? You can't hear. Yeah, I don't yeah. think you referred to that episode. <laughs> in the episode that you can't hear. But again, with the whole like um, uh, COVID mandates and the Freedom Convoy, a lot of that, uh, <laughs> a lot of um, one of the big parts that has been brought up is the fact that, hey, people can't take time off. Yeah. Like outside we, of teaching yeah outside of teaching we, they can't take time off because they don't have paid sick days why am i taking a day off mm -hmm. knowing that i'm not going to get paid for that day and then can't feed my family can't um do what i regularly do throughout the week um and that ooh. paid sick days for all <laughs> <laughs> yeah there really needs to be and on top of that for teachers i think it's like even worse with like hey i rather come into work sick because in my plans, I'd rather not leave anything for somebody else to do. I need to be here. Yep. So, like, um, personally for me, I remember uh, one day I had a um, dentist appointment. Did my little clean. I went early in the morning, mm -hmm. did my cleaning, was supposed to come to school. Or not supposed to because I did come to school. But I did my cleaning, and then um, the, the dentist walked in, and he was like, Oh, remember when we talked about that... Uh, that pulling out that wisdom tooth we're gonna pull it out today and i was like sir class i have it half an hour i don't think that's something we could do he's like no don't worry and he grabbed this little plank this little like clamp thing gripped my face gripped the tooth pulled it out and he's like all right here's some gods bye and i came to school not wisdom teeth came to school with my wisdom tooth pulled and i literally walked in class or when all the kids came in class I closed the door and I said, hey, you've never heard me say this before, but I need everyone to kindly shut up. <laughs> no, I was like, OCD's coming for you now. That's it. <laughs> I was like, nobody can speak today. <laughs> My brain is on fire. Uh -huh. <laughs> I was like, if you have anything to say to me, you have to come to my desk and say it in the softest way. <laughs> nobody call me across the room. None of that is happening today. Yeah. And that's, I'd be, and again, it was, I'd rather come here and sit here for the six hours and deal with the pain and still be able to, you know, communicate and teach the kids rather than say, oh, last minute, somebody else going to my classroom. Yeah. Because you would have had to write up an entire lesson plan, which would have taken you half the morning. Exactly. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So I don't know what we were, what kind of conclusion we were coming to. And like <laughs> somehow we wrapped it up really nicely in this imaginary podcast. <laughs> this episode should be called the imaginary podcast. It was supposed to be called the one that got away. The like. one that got away. <laughs> it is. I'm really sad because I'm in a mood today. So like, this is really hard for me. I'm trying to be peppy, but like part of me is like, mm. <laughs> I'm upset. I've said that before in the podcast. Name that podcast. Go find it. Oh, yeah, it is actually named that, you know. 
What? Like, I'm upset. Is it called out? Yeah, well, you just told them. Now they can't go find it. Uh, no, go find it still and listen to it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm upset. <laughs> That's the sound bite. Um, you want to move on to our next topic? Yeah, let's do that. This is like a fun segue today. Look at us. Just yeah, cut and scene go. <laughs> and break. <laughs> so, again, I even day two of this podcast, I still don't know how to start this because I'm always so leery of saying too much and identifying people and putting people in weird positions and like, you know, saying things I shouldn't say, which is funny because often we just kind of like talk, just right? Talk, yeah. But then I'm always just very protective of like our school and like the people within it to an extent. Mm-hmm. Um, and so before we even get into this topic, I want to say no tea, no shade. <laughs> Uh, to our admin on this because we're going to talk some admin stuff, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't have anything directly to do with our admin per se. Like it's not the people, it's the system and like things that have happened. Yeah, for sure. So, um, we have a new principal. Um, our former principal has moved on to bigger and better things and, we had a very quick transition. So our mm. old principal who had actually been here for like six years was our VP um, under another amazing principal and just had like, you know, really good guidance and kind of getting familiar with our school. Yeah, that's that's the word I was thinking of. Um, familiar. Yeah, familiar with our school because we have a very unique school, I will say, too, in that A, we're a middle school. Um, B we're not necessarily in a high social risk index area, but it's, um, it's, it's gone through some transitions over the Mm -hmm. years, right? Like, uh, this actually a little bit of history about our school area. This area was actually a project between, um, like Jane and Finch community and where we are right now. And they had affordable housing to get people this kind of like, quote unquote out of the hood yeah, type get, you of out, deal. get you out the hood and get you in a in a house and yeah. get you out of an apartment so this was that, that maybe area. i want to say 15 years ago maybe a little bit maybe 10 to 15 years ago this happened yeah um and so it made this area a high social risk index area at the time since it's kind of gone through um you know some turnover mm-hmm. um but again still remains kind of a little bit on that on that cusp of like I don't know. Yeah, how to it's like it. there's a lot of the a lot of families here are um I think the best way to put it is like house rich. Mm-hmm. So like um I live in a house, it's a very nice house. Um, but inside the home, a lot of struggles going on. Yeah. So yeah. again, that kind of like sets the scene for where we are. And again, we've always had a very lively school, a very um animated population. Our teachers are on the younger side. It yeah. is a very like communal cordial relaxed environment Mm -hmm. i will say we are not the school that you'll walk into and see everybody in heels or suits and stuff like that like again there are people who dress up every day but for the most part you're gonna see us in uh sneakers or you're gonna see us in our blundstones and jeans and like (laughs) it's a middle school right like so again that's the scene um and so we again we get a new principal and the kids are trying it like yeah they're um in our episode that has gone away i kind of <laughs> said like uh 
they're in like a breakup stage. Yeah, they are. They're right? grieving. So grieving the breakup. A lot of them have been used to a certain principle, and then their um, brother, sister, cousin before yeah. them knew that principle. So that connection was there, and now that connection is again broken. Yeah. So now they're going through this uh, breakup phase, and now it's like, mm. okay, we we have this new administration. What? Are they gonna let us get away with it's how true. how far can we tech them for Edia? Is <laughs> the best way to describe it. There's no other way to describe <laughs> it because the way they are pushing buttons, yeah, literally and figuratively speaking, but like trying to see how much nonsense they can, yep. you know, like stir up and how much like drama and trouble they can stir up in the environment. And you know what? I feel like part of it, too, in that breakup is that seeking attention, right? Like For your sure. your ex has left you. And so you're like, I have to attract a new one now. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're trying to attract this new principles. Like, please pay attention to us. Yeah, they're, um, they're in the whole like, ah, I'm burning clothes. <laughs> I'm cutting my hair. New new year, new me. I bust the windows <laughs> out your car. That had to make it back. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, that's where they are. They are literally like Mary J. Blige. I'm not going to cry. <laughs> um, <laughs> waiting to exhale. That's yeah. what they are. They are literally waiting to exhale right now. So here is, here's what's gone down. And this is like, snippets of it and kind of I guess the most egregious stuff that has gone on and this is not like we're not gonna go through all the like petty things but like here are the biggest things that have happened so two weeks ago two weeks ago now I still don't know the time <laughs> um you'd think I'd do some better research knowing that we were coming back uh for day two of this but two weeks ago in the span of three days we had five fire alarm pulls okay yeah. so keep in mind um where it is frigid like the temperatures are the coldest they had been. Yeah, it's like minus 25 outside. It was, it was foolishness. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't go outside on a regular day. No one was trying to go outside. <laughs> and so on the Wednesday afternoon, mm -hmm. uh, we had one fire alarm pull. We all head outside. We're like, ah, this is weird. Maybe someone pulled it. Okay. Haha, <laughs> funny. <laughs> <laughs> Come back inside, start the investigation. And within like five minutes of being, and not even three not, minutes, I, two minutes. Yeah, like to to put in perspective how fast this was. Like people weren't, not everyone was back inside yet. Yeah, it's true. So like how classes go out, and we people the classes come in one by one. Not all of the classes were back in the building before <laughs> the alarm was pulled the second time. Yep, and so it was pulled again, and we all head out again, and we're like, really. But still kind of like, all right, you're going to yeah. get it this time. <laughs> <laughs> and it's to the point, like, the second one, like, um, down to, because um, Alyssa and I are support staff, so we're seeing, like, behind-the-scenes things. So when the second one went off, I actually was with the firefighters, and these guys were like, oh, maybe we forgot to flip the switch off, mm -hmm. and it malfunctioned and went off again. Yeah. Right? And this was... Like, it happened so fast that the firefighters didn't even leave. Yeah, it's true. They, they were outside, and the custodian had to, like, just run and say, hey, don't turn on the truck yet. You guys have to come back. <laughs> so the second one, they were like, ooh, maybe someone didn't pull it. Maybe we forgot to turn off something, and it went off mm -hmm. again. That's how fast it was. And so we pull who we think it is Yes. Um, into a conversation. Our VP at the time, who was our acting, um, our acting principal is having a conversation with said student in the middle of having a conversation with said student, 
fire alarm gets pulled again. again. So third time in only the afternoon. Keep in mind, we only have two periods in the afternoon. Okay? <laughs> exactly. so it's not a long afternoon. Um, and we all head outside again. And so we're, we're frustrated, right? Like, but yeah. not like, and it's not like, not just us are frustrated. Like the kids, because yeah. remember it's minus 20 something outside. And they're not prepared for this. And there's no jackets. Kids no. have on t-shirts. Yep. Kids have on shorts from gym class. Belly tops to the world. Yes. Because that is the new fashion. <laughs> fashion. <laughs> right. So these kids are outside, just like not ready for outside weather. And now not only are you outside, but you're standing out there for maybe, what is it? Five, 10 minutes mm -hmm. each time. But now to do it back to back to back to back to back, it's like half an hour that you're outside for. Yep. Keep in mind, we also have a medically fragile yes. uh, class. And again, they are, for the most part, nonverbal. Um, they are using support to even move from place mm -hmm. to place. So meaning like if they're moving from wheelchair to floor to bed, whatever it may be, they're being moved by mm -hmm. our EAs and by their teacher. And so like that's a big undertaking for them to now not only get them out of the building but bundle them up because exactly. some of them cannot handle these temperatures it's like it's not like they go outside for recess they are mm -hmm. inside for a reason um and so there's a bunch of things running through our minds right like obviously we're concerned for student safety um we have kids who uh are like anxious and we're really I triggered by this yeah. like i had um in doing my checks i had like a student that hid under the desk because he's like ooh, not going outside mm -hmm. I'm not doing it. I can't do it. And when I went and even spoke to that teacher, she, um, teacher let me know, like, they had a rough time even getting certain kids out of the classroom because of their anxiety. And now, oh, my gosh, third bell. Yeah. No, I'm not going outside. So, yeah, it was a lot for staff and students. Mm -hmm. We had uh, we had teachers fall, like, in the rush to, like, move yeah. from here to there. Um, teachers really get hurt. So it was not, like, by the third one, we're frustrated. Um, and so we kind of, and this one happens so close to the end of the day that it's really hard then to kind of do the investigating and yeah, looking into things that we want because we're like, ah, school's over. Like you can't hold everyone. This is not Matilda. Like you can't <laughs> lock everyone in the gym with a cake and be like, eat it. Um, so, so everyone goes home and we're like, all right, uh, tomorrow's a new day, fresh yeah. start. Welp, I am in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm in the middle of um, our in-school support meeting. So this is like a pretty serious meeting. Mm -hmm. We're talking about, you know, students who need help. And Andre is doing the following. I'm, I took it upon myself to just walk around to the grade eights and have like a conversation with each class saying like, hey, you know, you guys are leaders in the school. Um, and talk about things like, you know, hey, the school has to be paying for when a fire alarm is um, pulled and it's a false, false alarm. So if we're making these big fine payments there's going to be no money for graduation there's no money to put towards sports if they're able to come back um if covid restrictions are lifted this is a conversation i'm having and i'm getting kids on my side because they're <laughs> like oh man really sucks we're costing school money whoever it is they need to stop hopefully we find it this is a conversation i'm having and i mean like i'm talking to one of the classes and mid conversation mid <laughs> mid conversation on thursday morning <laughs> a lot the alarm goes off and what made me laugh was all of the grade eights in the class I, that i was in they're like hey mr m you can take us take us off your little suspect <laughs> list because clearly it's not us because you're talking to us right now uh, and these 
kitties were tight-lipped. Yeah, for sure. Like, normally, people are ready to be like, ah, it was this person, this person. <laughs> this time, silencio. Like, <laughs> silencio, <laughs> Bruno. <laughs> Nobody was talking. Um, and so, again, we go through this on Friday now. We have a full, like, school-wide chat. Yeah, and again, this is where the whole, like, ah, they're teching people for idiot thing <laughs> comes from because, Who again, are they taking for idiot? <laughs> us? Not me. <laughs> could never be me. Could never be me. But, again, I'm having talks with the talks with the, with the students. Admin is going on and having these big talks with the students about, like, you know, responsibility and... Respect. respect empathy. Empathy. Like, having these big, big talks. And literally, again... Friday comes up again. And oh, on top of that, that we didn't mention last time, Thursday, the place is on lockdown. Locked, okay, so here's what you know what? We we have time to talk about it today. And this is kind of where we were headed with this. But yeah, yeah. Thursday we're in lockdown, meaning nobody is leaving their classroom for anything. Mm-hmm. And if they need to, they are getting an escort at the time. Yeah. This is Thursday, they're getting an escort. Um, and you're tracking. So two things are happening. Mm-hmm. We then do we create the digital sign up for Thursday or for Friday? That for Thursday. Friday. No, no I digital it was for sign Friday. up. No. I think digital sign up because remember we say, oh no, you're right. It is for, it Friday. for Friday. Because when, okay, it, so for- when it was pulled again, yeah. uh, because the place is on lockdown and everyone's supposed to know where their kids are. Mm-hmm. So we pulled all of the records and then noticed, like, oh, records aren't being kept. Yeah. Kept properly, which is like, Something that regularly happens. Um, usually, if your if your if your school does this, usually what happens is a sign in and out sheet at the front, mm-hmm. and kids are supposed to sign themselves in and out. So nothing really changed in that regard. But now we've had the fire alarm pulled super early in the morning. Like school and announcements are done by like nine fifteen. This alarm went off like nine forty five. Yeah. Like not a, not a joke. Yeah. So, um, we were like, if we're on lockdown and nobody's How? supposed to be leaving. How do you, A, not know where your students are? Yes. Because if someone is leaving your class and you're on lockdown, that doesn't, like, that means not many people are leaving your class at a time. One person is leaving your class at a time. So you should know who was out during that period. And even down to our staff was like, well, I don't know. And we were like, no. That's <laughs> no. when we got upset. And yeah. we were like. The, I think that's what started, like, the, the little fuse of anger. Because, again, there's children now. Really taking man for idiot that you can pull an alarm during lockdown. And during, like, not like all oh, lockdowns been going on for a good part of the day. This is lockdown just started. We just closed the game. <laughs> we just closed the game. Just and okay and here's the other piece of that too there's so many pieces to this whole puzzle the fact that the fire alarm that was pulled was a downstairs so this is the thursday fire alarm Mm -hmm. was pulled downstairs um but everything was locked off and so someone was in our downstairs hallway there's a one blind spot meaning you have to come from upstairs to come downstairs to pull that fire alarm and then make it back to wherever you're going either outside in the stairwell or upstairs because that hallway that it was pulled in somebody was standing there but Mm -hmm. the only place they couldn't see was in that stairwell where you could open the door and pull it Mm -hmm. so like the swiftness of the flash like (laughs) (laughs) and it's not like it's not just that it's like whoever this student is the fact that our students students we know more than one um whoever they were I was like, how is this? I was trying to wrap my brain around it because I'm like, how do you pull an alarm? 
and get back to class without nobody noticing that you've yep. been gone for that long. And clearly, you pull an alarm. That means you're you're hauling. Yeah. You're there's you're, there's no light walk. There's no light <laughs> no. jog. You're hauling it back to class. Yeah. And nobody's like, um, why are you out of breath? We're going to the washroom. <laughs> <laughs> didn't come across at all but nobody said anything yes like no teachers were suspicious i don't know it was i was very bummy by the end of that day i was <laughs> in no mood for anybody's foolishness because i was like how did nobody know like yeah how why were you not paying attention um so yeah that was thursday i think we should still do our little part two thing okay you just want to end here? No, 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 because no? we didn't even get to Friday yet. We oh, haven't true. even gotten to Friday. That's true. So let's finish up Friday, and then we'll cut it and leave them in a mystery. Like, this is, like, <laughs> this has turned into a true crime podcast. <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs> so on Friday now, we go from lockdown to lockdown and digital sign-out sheets. So mm. technically, nobody is allowed to leave their classroom unless they have to. Um. And we are, I don't think we're even sitting at poll stations yet. We no, had kind of. but fit- we're, es- we're escorting students. Yes. To and, and from the this is now a digital sign in and out that the teacher has to. Yes. So the teacher has to only sign them in and out. Like no students are allowed to take care of it. Yes. Fire alarm gets pulled Friday. We are like, oh, this time we got you. <laughs> exactly. It's on the sign in, sign out sheet. And keep in mind, we've now made this digital sign out sheet for the whole school. So we have access to it. So immediately. Mm-hmm. I'm pouring through this digital sign-in and sign-out sheet as everyone is kind of moving about and hustling. And I'm like, how does it say that no kids have left Nobody's in this out. time frame? And what, like, on top of that, for me, in me doing my investigation, I was upstairs in our, like, grade 8 section of the class. The hallway, empty. So, like, um, like Alyssa shared, like, if, and again, that fire alarm was pulled again, that same That same one, one that little right? So one. that, again, like Alyssa said, in order to pull that, you have to, like, pull it and jet back upstairs. If, mm-hmm. you, if, you're, if you stay downstairs, somebody's seeing you. So we you think. have to jet back upstairs, or you have to bowl outside. Or hide in the stairwell. Or hide in the stairwell. And kind of mix in with the class, right? which means so, that somebody has seen you. Exactly, which means somebody saw you. So for me, when this fire alarm went off, I'm standing in the middle of the grade eight hallway <laughs> and it went off and I looked around. The hallway is empty. It's me in the hallway by myself. <laughs> so I was like, ooh, OK, let me wait. No door cracks open. No suit like this. If this was a grade eight student, I've I've caught you reddest of red handed <laughs> because I would have been you would have ran upstairs and would have been like, oh, snap, it's Mr. Matchesing. Yep. Life is over for me. Take me to jail. Like, this, <laughs> that's what should have happened. And it did not want to talk so about now, school to prison pipeline. But <laughs> <laughs> so so when it didn't happen, I was like, oh, my gosh, my whole little theory about it being one of these grade eight students mm-hmm. or more than one of these grade eight students. I don't know if that can be the theory anymore. Right? So, again, tune in for next episode <laughs> when we reveal who it is. No, um, if you want to sleuth it up for us, um, here is your – I'm turning this really into a true crime podcast. Yeah. So, okay, our school is situated so that where the alarm was pulled is downstairs mm-hmm. um, to – if you're looking directly at the fire alarm, to the right of it is our wood shop and then so kids are rotating in and out of that class a music class kids are rotating in and through out of that six uh sevens and eights are rotating in and out of that and the grade six hallway 
To the left of that is uh, our online teachers, our medically fragile DD class, and then my office is at the end of that hallway. Mm -hmm. Grade 7 hallway is all the way on the other side of the school. Actually, there's one grade 7 class on like right beside it I think, in that grade six hallway yeah but uh, the rest of the grade sevens are on the other side and upstairs for the most part are grade eights and like one grade six class mm -hmm. so who pulled the alarm was it a grade who six seven or eight yeah just pick a grade pick a grade and let us know <laughs> in the comments let us know um on instagram when this goes up uh, yeah so um I guess just we'll type in six seven or eight hey <laughs> we'll wrap it up here um thank you for listening um to this week's podcast again you can find us wherever you put your subscription money we are teachers like us and if you're looking to keep up to date when we are dropping new episodes you can find us on instagram at teachers like us that's it for this week bye peace